February 16th. Mark chapter 1, verse 29, through chapter 2, verse 12. After Jesus and his disciples left the synagogue, they went over to Simon and Andrew's home, and James and John were with them. Simon's mother-in-law was sick in bed with a high fever. They told Jesus about her right away. He went to her bedside, and as he took her by the hand and helped her to sit up, the fever suddenly left, and she got up and prepared a meal for them. That evening at sunset, many sick and demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus, and a huge crowd of people from all over Capernaum gathered outside the door to watch. So Jesus healed great numbers of sick people who had many different kinds of diseases, and he ordered many demons to come out of their victims. But because they knew who he was, he refused to allow the demons to speak. The next morning Jesus awoke long before daybreak and went out alone into the wilderness to pray. Later Simon and the others went out to find him. They said, Everyone is asking for you. But he replied, We must go on to other towns as well, and I will preach to them too, because that is why I came. So he traveled throughout the region of Galilee, preaching in the synagogues and expelling demons from many people. A man with leprosy came and knelt in front of Jesus, begging to be healed. If you want to, you can make me well again, he said. Moved with pity, Jesus touched him. I want to, he said. Be healed. Instantly, the leprosy disappeared. The man was healed. Then Jesus sent him on his way and told him sternly, Go right over to the priest and let him examine you. Don't talk to anyone along the way. Take along the offering required in the law of Moses for those who have been healed of leprosy, so everyone will have proof of your healing. But as the man went on his way, he spread the news, telling everyone what had happened to him. As a result, such crowds soon surrounded Jesus that he couldn't enter a town anywhere publicly. He had to stay out in the secluded places, and people from everywhere came to him there. Several days later, Jesus returned to Capernaum, and the news of his arrival spread quickly through the town. Soon, the house where he was staying was so packed with visitors that there wasn't room for one more person, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Four men arrived, carrying a paralyzed man on a mat. They couldn't get to Jesus through the crowd, so they dug through the clay roof above his head. Then they lowered the sick man on his mat, right down in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, My son, your sins are forgiven. But some of the teachers of religious law who were sitting there said to themselves, What? This is blasphemy. Who but God can forgive sins? Jesus knew what they were discussing among themselves, so he said to them, Why do you think this is blasphemy? Is it easier to say to the paralyzed man, Your sins are forgiven, or get up, pick up your mat, and walk? I will prove that I, the Son of Man, have the authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, Stand up, 
take your mat and go on home, because you are healed. The man jumped up, took the mat, and pushed his way through the stunned onlookers. Then they all praised God. We've never seen anything like this before, they exclaimed. All of us as humans face enemies from within and outside. Many of the battles we face, we must first win in our own minds before we can be enabled to live victoriously. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. The better we develop at fighting off the enemies that disturb our faith in God, the healthier our faith becomes. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. When Jesus Christ conquered the great foe of man, Satan, Christ triumphed over all his devices and influences that would work toward our destruction. He overcame the prince of this world by his death. And we learn to live victoriously in the same way. He says, I have overcome the world. All the lusts, the pride and the possessiveness that this world tries to influence us with, causing us to become self-absorbed, Jesus overcame. Jesus continually told us as his disciples that our individual battles over the things in the world that affect us would be won by us remaining in unity with him. We enter into his victory when we are united together in the likeness of his death. We enter into his victory when our old man is crucified with him. We enter into his victory when we are no longer slaves of sin. We enter into his victory because he has died and he's made us free from sin. As Christians, we are outnumbered by many adversaries, but by faith, we remain on the winning side. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. When we put our faith in Jesus Christ, he gives us the strength to overcome all of our enemies and of triumphing in all of our temptations. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith.